Are goodbyes difficult for you? This is Monday, June 26th. We're continuing in our study on discipleship from the Gospel of John. Now, my son Nathan has a cat. He's named Ivern. Yeah, that's his name. Ivern is a pretty smart cat. So smart that he can tell that when you're putting your shoes on, you're getting ready to leave the house. It's then that Ivan find, Ivern finds a place to hide because more often that departure has included him in a trip to the veterinarian, a visit he does not like. Our dog Bailey is used to us leaving the house for the day. Often we leave in the morning and she's a very social dog. She can tell just when we're ready to head out. She becomes depressed, putting her head down and finding a secluded spot to lie down. Now, if animals can learn these signals and know when people are leaving, you know that people can. And that's what's happening as the disciples meet with Jesus in the upper room for the Passover meal. Here's our text for today from John chapter 14, verse 1 to 2. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? Yes, the disciples can see that Jesus will be leaving. They cannot tell when he will leave, nor do they know where he is going. Earlier that evening in the same conversation, Simon Peter asked him, that's Jesus, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow, but you will follow later. That's John 13, 36. You see, Peter can see Jesus' departure coming. And of course, the disciples will be lost without Jesus. They have left everything to follow him. They're in Jerusalem, far from home, and there's been a groundswell of interest in Jesus. Hundreds of people have come out to hear him teach. Even the religious leaders, the scribes and Pharisees, have been with Jesus, asking him questions and hoping to trip him up. Why would Jesus be leaving now, and where is he going? It looks like everything is coming to a head. So Jesus knows that the disciples are troubled. And they'll become even more disturbed when he's arrested later that night. What will they do without Jesus? Peter, of course, says he will stay with Jesus no matter what happens. And it's this moment that Jesus is speaking into with his disciples. He wants to settle them down, to explain their need to trust in him. Now, what Jesus does at this point is both shocking and beautiful. He takes the fourth cup of the Passover meal and he presents it to his disciples. And what we hear is what sounds like a Jewish wedding proposal. It would work like this. To ask for the woman's hand in marriage, the man would not need to say a word. Instead, he would present to her a goblet of the family wine. In presenting this to her, he would be asking if she was willing to drink from his cup to share the cup with him for a lifetime. And she did not respond with words either. If she was willing to marry him, she would take the cup and drink from it. It was her way of saying, I will share your cup, share with you life with you and all that that life brings. 
Now at that point, the man would speak and he would say, my father has a nice piece of property and a nice house and I will go there and make room for us to live, a house of our own. When all is ready, I will come and bring you home with me and we will then be together forever. And this is just what Jesus is saying to his disciples that evening. Indeed, following his death and resurrection and ascension, Jesus is preparing a place for his bride, the church. That's why the disciples should not be disturbed by his departure. Like the groom, when their new house is ready, he'll return and take his wife home to be with him forever. Let me tell you about the fourth cup and the Passover meal. The Passover meal is a meal of remembrance, recounting all that happened in Egypt and how the Lord liberated his people from slavery in Egypt. That meal is punctuated by the drinking of four cups of wine. These cups correspond to I will promises, four of them, of God, recorded in Exodus chapter 6. They are simply, I will bring out, I will deliver, I will redeem, and I will take. Now that third cup is called the cup of redemption. And this is the cup that Jesus raised when he told his disciples, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, shared for the redemption of sin. He's already shared that that cup that evening with the disciples. That's what we celebrate in the Lord's Supper. And he's explained the purpose of his impending death. Now here comes the fourth cup, I will take. It comes from the words of Exodus chapter 6, verse 7. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. Yes, this is the cup that Jesus raised at this point when the proposal is made, when we find the Jewish wedding invitation. Now, this all may be technical and seem unimportant, but Jesus is trying to tell them that like the groom, he will come and bring them home, and that in him, the Lord will take them to be his people forever. Now we hear this, and it's such good news for us. We live in a world of dissolving relationships. For example, three years ago, my father was here, but he is with us no longer. The same with my brother and my one aunt. Now they have passed away. They are no longer with us. But this is not as God intended. This is why we miss our family as we do. God made us for life and life with him and each other, not for goodbyes. You see, Jesus is putting his shoes on, so to speak, and the disciples know this, and they say, where are you going? We don't want you to leave us. And Jesus tells them he will come back for them, and they will forever be with the Lord. This is what we need to know, that Jesus in going to the cross has a plan to redeem us and to take us to be with to be his people and to be with him forever. Let's pray. God of grace, remind us of your purpose in Jesus to redeem a people for yourself, that surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name we pray. 